Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 90 of the Two Vex Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined across the airways by my partner in crime, it's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, Robbie. I'm good. 90 episodes. 90 episodes, mate. Absolutely. Can you imagine? I'd never thought. I didn't think we'd get to nine, let alone 90. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, ner- the nervous 90s, this is the time where you start, you know, having a slash outside of the uh, the wide ball outside of off stump, isn't it? Oh, I'm pleased you're talking about cricket. I thought you saw other, some, some other sort of slash there for a minute. I was going, hang on, where are we going? Taking a slash outside of something else. No, <laughs> mate, no, no, not there. Our, our listeners deserve better than that, Lewis. Yes, they do, they do. And... um. We are over the airways, aren't we, mate? We're over the over the telephone this uh, tonight or today. We we are, yep, because we had um, a bit of uh, a bit of a out, outside uh, broadcasting action uh, previously. So then we couldn't get back together again this week. So we thought I no, would just uh, uh, hook into the phone and uh, and uh, I. Camille said to me, "Daddy, it doesn't seem fair. Why does why does Lewis always get the good recording equipment? Because when you do it over the phone, he sounds so awesome, and you sound so tinny. And I that's." It's just the way it is, darling. I said, you know, I'm, I, I sound good no matter where I am, but Lewis needs all the help he can get. Well, it's because you're in the outside toilet, mate, there. That's the problem. That's why it's so tinny. Well, that's right. And we've got to look out for, for the redbacks and things like that. We've actually found redbacks in this rental house, believe it or not. Nice. We found, found some in the kids' boots. Like we were, um, you know, I mean, how, how Australian is that, Lewis? You know, yeah. For our international listeners. Yeah, you know, I had to whack the gum boots, and then all of a sudden out came these, these two redbacks. It's like, oh, oh okay, right, I think we can uh, dispatch those guys somewhere. And for international listeners, redback is a, a poisonous spider that will kill you. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and likes hiding in gum boots. Yeah, that's um, right. And, well, under the toilet seat too. Don't forget that. Yeah, there. yeah the, the outdoor toilet. That's always the uh, the been the uh, I guess the fabled place where they like to like to live. Yeah. Um, what what have you been doing other than trying to uh, think about me sitting on the toilet seat with uh, redback spiders this week? Mate? Well, well, I think I think we can probably sum up our weeks. I've had a fantastic week, and you've had a not so good week. Uh, so we'll I've, move on to the sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I literally had one of those weeks that makes you appreciate every other week of the year. So, but well, anyway. Well, in the same way, mate, I've had a week that's exactly that made me appreciate every week of the year because it's been a really good week for me with the kids. You know, I had had quite a few success stories. April got uh, school vice captain and Stella did really well at school end of year. So, um, so yeah, it's been a really good week for me. Bit different Very yours. good. Yeah. Very good. That's, and that's the reason why we're uh, recording late tonight, because you've been out uh, having a celebratory dinner. Where'd you guys yeah. get out for dinner? Oh, local uh, Italian place. Really nice Italian place. Uh, the kids love it. We love it. It's just uh, we we go there for a celebratory when, it, when it's been a good week. And it, well, oh, really good week. It's been, well, a good year, actually. We, we couldn't do it every week. No. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but it's been, been a good year. Really, you know, the girls have done so well. So proud of them. It's just, uh, it was just fantastic. So, so yeah, that's why we are, are a bit later. But... This week, early this week, oh, was it this week, last week? We went to the Cat Lover Show, didn't we? 
we did go to the Cat Lovers show, yes, and we had some, uh, you know, took the recording equipment out there. We had uh, you walking around with the uh, the recording things around your neck and walking around with two uh, two microphones. Um, there was so we got there. We, were, uh, we got our media passes, so um, we had, we managed to have um, us, uh, you know, our thing there, and, and we had our, um, our our roadie as well. Camille was there with us while we were uh, while we were recording, um, and we were, we were walking around trying to, um, you know, we were just uh, walking up to the store holes say hey you know you know this here's lewis i'm robbie we do a, a podcast can we interview you and some of them would say yeah that'd be great and some of them said no which we'll um we'll cover later on but then all of a sudden we got this tap on the shoulder remember where they um the, the cat lovers people they sent the um the bodyguards out yeah. to try and uh, work out whether or not we had a uh you know, we were allowed to be recording yeah yeah they did and, and well i um I actually hadn't got a wristband. I just actually walked my way in, just talked my way in. I said, don't you know who I am? And just walked in, really. <laughs> and, uh, and and they did say go down to the desk down there. And I was, then I was, by that time I saw you and I didn't get a pass. And I thought, and then they came up to us and thought, uh-oh, here we go. I'm going out on my, you know, they're going to grab me by the back of my belt and, and throw me out the, 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 the door. But they just wanted throw, to. Throw you, throw you out in the wheelie bin full of kitty litter. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But they just wanted to show us around. Didn't they want to give us a bit of an escort, I think. They said, "Yeah, you know, usually we usually we escort you people around, and I mean that may have uh, may have helped us actually get in with a couple of the more uh, the more cagey uh, stallholders." Yes, yes, and we'll talk about one in a minute, won't we? But first, we we'll get on to our sponsors. Absolutely, big, yeah, yeah. Big, so, uh, good, um, big big thanks to uh, to Zilkeen, um, the uh, the the mild anxiety relieving uh, medication that's uh, alpha casozapine. It's based off a of milk protein, so nice and safe. Great for cats. Great for dogs. Um, can be used uh, for many different applications. What, what what do you reckon the last time was that uh, you know, you've used? I mean, you would have used it in the last couple of days, mate. Tell me tell me when you've used it in the last couple of days. Well, I actually, had an ad- update on a on a case I saw. Well, it was probably six or eight months ago. We talked about on the podcast was. Was a a cat that was in the home and was hiding a lot. Suddenly started hiding around the house, hiding behind the curtains, hiding behind the sofa, and I ended yep. up doing a behaviour consult for them and sort of having big long chats to them. You know what's going on? Is there something different? Have you got new people in the house? Have you got a new cat in the house? Is there a new baby in the house? Is there a book? No, we won't go into that. But <laughs> is, is- is your cat just playing hide and seek, and you just haven't worked that out yet? That's right. And you know what? You know, is there something new? And we went through, and they were that the English wasn't their first language, so it was it was difficult to get the message across. But by the end of the consult, and I think we talked about this, you know, quite a few episodes ago, it turned out they just bought a new TV, brand new, oh, spanking yes. huge TV. <laughs> And and so we thought. I thought. I think it's actually scared of the TV and and the games you're playing. Like you know, there's probably Tour of Duty or something like that, or, or yes, uh, yep. failing that probably Pong. You know, it was that long ago? I can't remember really. Watching watching cat videos on YouTube on their eighty centimeter OLED. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And uh, and so we actually put the cat on a bit of Zilkeen, and we talked about encouraging the cat. You know, to come out and and for food rewards and associating good things every time the TV was was on that that something good you know that would get some tuna or something really tasty and sort of lost track with the owners until this yep. week where they actually came in because they're taking the cat back to China they you know, oh, exporting right. so they wanted an export consult with me and I sort of you know vaguely familiar to me and I sort of looked at this and went oh, hang on a sec how's your cat going how you know what what happened. Well, they said, oh, it was fantastic. We started on the Zilkeen within a week out, you know, enjoying uh, being out around the, the, uh, the, the living area, no problems at all with the, with the TV. So it was a really fantastic. And I said, well, 
You're about to go on a stressful trip to China, or the cat is. Let's yes. start. A, let's start it back on Zilkeen again. So there you go, mate. Really good story there. Couple of great applications, mate. And, and what a great, what a great story to talk about when we're talking about the sponsors too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How convenient. Oh, it's it's, it's almost uh, almost too convenient. It is. Scooby Doo find a way. Is that right? And so, and and also, we have got Delicate Care who, who sponsors us as well. Who, um, who we haven't actually gone into too much. We, we've been joking around the edges about what they actually, uh, you know, what what sort of products they've got. But they've got a fantastic dog range of of amazing hypoallergenic range of diets. They've got a they've got a dental diet. So these are all for dogs that have got uh the potentially have allergies, like gut allergies or skin allergies. But they've got it in a, a dental diet. They've got the skin or stomach. They've got mobility support for those dogs that perhaps have got some arthritis or got some uh, some some bone or musculoskeletal issues. They've also got yep. the the weight management for the for the larger the larger ones in our life. The, the more the more big boned ones. Yeah, the comfortably plumps. Yes. Yes. That's right. And and, and, um, and I believe they've also got uh, possibly a cognitive support one coming out soon too. Yes, I know. I'm very interested in that. I want to hear a little bit more about what goes into that. So that'd be for your for your doggy Simers or your dog Alzheimer's sort of dog doggy dementia. I'd say doggy dementia. Yes. Yeah. So, and they also they, they you know they do it for all breeds. They do it for puppies, for adults, um, and they've got some dental treats as well, which which we talked about. I was using in the concert room the other day, so or the other episode. And, and one of the great things about it is they are all of that still that uh, that hypoallergenic range as well as you were saying. So you know for for dogs that have got multiple issues, sometimes it can be hard to try and find an appropriate diet that's going to help them out for those multiple things, particularly if they do have uh, you know, um, skin or dietary, uh, skin gastrointestinal or dietary issues. So um, the, the delicate care range certainly can help out with a lot of different applications. Yeah, exactly. The kangaroo and puffy coat version is fantastic. Oh, no, hang on. Duck, duck down. What, duck, isn't it? Duck? Duck! 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 Straight from the puffy coat. Yeah, you did, you did say duck, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good enunciation, definitely. Yes. No, no, that's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> very, 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 uh, very, very careful, you know, <laughs> given that there's, you know, I'm sure a lot of people listen in the car with the kids on the way to school. We definitely said Duck kids. So, That's right. You and, if you, and if you are listening in the car and you think that, that we're you know, telling you some good stuff, you could get on Patreon. Oh, absolutely. Of course you could. You know, pull over, you know, grab out your smartphone and then go to patreon.com. We might even have the Patreon app on your phone. Uh, just search for Two Vets Talk Pets and uh, you'll see uh, you'll see our lovely little picture there and uh, you can sponsor us, Lewis. That's right. And you also would have had early access to these interviews that we're going to play in a moment from the Cat Lover Show. And the unedited interviews, Lewis. Yes. You know, you know we, we can put it, let, let it all hang out there on the uh, on the on the Patreon because we know our we know our Patreon people will let uh, let a few more things slide that's uh, than what the general public would do. So if you want access to the uh, to the, the 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 dark and dirty parts of uh, the Two Vets Talk Pets Outdoor Broadcast. Why not pop over to Patreon and uh, sign up and uh, get yourself some early access to some adults-only content? Well, that's right. Well, speaking of dark and dirty and early access and, and adult content, mate, when we were at Cat, the Cat Lover Show, was there any particular stand that really didn't want to be interviewed that, that, we, that we caught up with? 
well, yeah. So, so um, <laughs> I got there. Um, I got a bit there. I got there a bit earlier than you, Lewis. Yes. Um, I, I, I went for a run first. I had Camille with me, so she was riding around on her bike, and so we found a car park and went into the Cat Lovers Show, and um, and it was amazing. Like the the there was because we came past just before they opened the doors. Oh and right. I reckon there would have been I reckon there would have been two hundred people lining up to get into the Cat Lovers Show as soon as the doors opened. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Were they each, waiting, did they each have a cat in tow, or or they? Sons no, cat. no, no. There was there were plenty of um, plenty of cats ears. There was plenty of cats on t-shirts. Right. Um, there was a de- definitely a a, a a a show for cat lovers. That's for sure. Um, so, and on the way in, I, I met three clients as well. Um, <laughs> so. Of which I need to give a little shout out to one of them uh, at the uh, at the end of the show. I promised that I would. So, um, oh. but uh, so because we had a little bit, Camille and had I had a bit of time up our sleeve. We uh we, we walked the floors and we went and had a look to try and scope out um at a few of the stands to say, hey, look, I'm going to be recording later on. Do you mind if we come and interview you? And one that I um that I sort of lined up that I thought now this would be really good fun um was uh the firefighters, Lewis. There was a oh, yeah. um, a group of uh, firefighters um that were there selling their their calendars where uh they had their kid off holding on to uh to cute little kittens so ah, i thought i thought they were there to um to to hose down the crowd when uh, chris brown came up on the stage but obviously well, not I, I think that- I think that was a secondary, uh, secondary reason <laughs> to be there because I was, from, I was pretty sure there was a few people getting hot under the collar when Brownie was up on stage. Oh, um, which, yeah, was was there uh, what? And, and, and not a bad point for us to um, plug our exclusive interview that we got with uh, with Brownie as well in the middle of uh, the Cat Lover Show. Anyone that hasn't seen it, just head to Instagram and you'll see uh, the uh, the Two Vets Talk Pets exclusive interview with uh, uh, world-renowned celebrity vet, Dr. Chris Brown. Uh, it was, uh, we're really lucky to get just a short little bit of time with Brownie. So, uh, so it was fantastic. I mean, you might have to squint a little bit to see him in the background. But nonetheless, it was a, it was a great interview and great for him to have some time. But anyway, well, apropos. It was hard. Hitting. I agree, mate. We really did. You know, the, the, the previous Bondi vet, the old Bondi vet was, or the man from the jungle now, the, the you know, so I'm a celebrity getting out. He's, he's all over the TV. It was great it that he could share some of his time, albeit for, from a from a short distance, to, to, to provide some, uh, some, some little tidbits of, of his life and, and, and where he's at at the moment. Uh, it was um it was it was a, a, a it was a sixty minute style hard hitting interview. I'm surprised that uh, that we haven't heard from the investigative reporters of uh, of the Age newspaper to try and get us on board to try and really start to you know put the screws on uh, particularly you know, uh, politicians and white collar criminals for uh, for just how how hard hitting our 20, 25 second interview from one hundred and fifty meters away was with Dr Chris Brown. Well, you're right, mate. My my foot is still sore from holding that door open, getting it slammed on. No, that's how that's how close we were, and and if if the if uh, a current affair hadn't recently been axed, uh, I think we'd be in there, in with a chance. We'd be in with a real good yeah. shot, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. So, um... <laughs> so we digress. So tell me the the, the hosing down the, the 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 muscular men in the with the with the the gorgeous little kittens in their arms, the Mister July, the Mister February. What did they say when you asked for an interview? So when I said to them, so went up to them at the start and said, I oh, look, yeah, I, I, I do a podcast called Two Vets Talk Pets. I think it'd be really good fun for you guys to to jump on. We'll just interview you for a few minutes. You might sell a few calendars. They said, yeah, yeah, no, that'd be great. That'd be great. Come along and see us later. I said, well, I'm going to have to because I don't have the recording equipment. So then when you got there 
and you said, right, who are we going to talk to? And I said, right, well, I've found these um these firefighters down the back that are trying to sell their calendars. I reckon we could have a bit of a laugh with them. So I go, okay, no problem. So we walk all the way down there. We get up there and there's uh you know sort of two two old nannies speaking to these you know young strapping fit young oiled up uh, firefighters. Um, and we said, oh, do you want to do the interview now? They said. Oh, no, can you come back later? I go, okay, no, fair cop. That's busy. all right. We'll it's, go busy. It's, busy. it's busy selling yeah. a couple of the old chooks. That's all good. All good. Yeah, I mean, these these guys, that, um, that massage oil doesn't come cheap, Lewis. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it, it, and particularly on firefighters' wages. I mean, we know how difficult it is for our first responders to try and make ends meet, let alone then when you're trying to uh, oil yourself up as well. So, well, well speaking, um, on, so- speaking of sliding on by, I mean, the amount of oil that was dripping off the, off those chests and then we were sliding on by, it was, it was a slippery stand, that one. Well, I think that was the reason why we had to uh, why we had to keep on coming back with us because we tried to put the brakes on. We just kept on <laughs> slipping down the end, um, down to the guy that would try to tell me about his uh, thermonuclear uh, microchip readers. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, and so, so we went and had you know, did a few interviews. We went and had some lunch, and um, and then we were trying to work out what we're going to talk about with the fire. So we've come back down again as uh, sorry, because you were about to run out of um, run out of parking on your uh, oh your yes yes right? yes. And so. So we've gone out there and gone, okay, guys, you know, you're ready to do the interviews. You're, oh, no, 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 look, we're really busy now. Can you come back later? This time there was only one nana there. Yeah. That I, was trying to sell the calendar to. No, there wasn't said, one. There was none. There was nobody. It was like a big, yeah. big, everyone was I'm avoiding the oil like, slick on the floor. Was the one, the one guy left. <laughs> yeah. I think there was, I, I saw, I saw three or four nanas getting carried out that had bung their hips slipping over on the floor. <laughs> and, um, and, and they said, oh, can you come back later? I got, Mate, this is like, yes, you know, yes. this, this is your last chance. Yes. Going, oh, 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 no, 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 you'd have to come back later. I go, oh, no, mate, you're done, you're done your dash. So, yeah, we had some great material work yeah. out. We were going to talk about, you know, geez, was there any occupational health and safety issues, having your nipples out around cats? Cool. You know, did you, Cat, what, was, what was the... What was the, the best sort of cat fur to have against your naked skin? That's right, cats and their tops off. What could go wrong with the interview? Oh, absolutely! It was it was it was going to write itself. It was going to be great. It was going to be the last interview of the day. Yeah. It was going to be a nice little bit of fun, but no, no good. So, so listeners, anyone... don't go and buy one of these calendars because we don't believe you should support them. I mean, fire is a great and everything, but I think the thing I noticed, mate, was, I mean, okay, we're we're middle middle aged guys that have seen the best best years gone, but those yes, two yep. guys were, I don't know what you thought, but extraordinarily young. Very young. And I'm not sure oh. if they actually featured in the calendar because there were some strapping men in the calendar. I feel like they've gone, hey, you're the work experience kid. Put on this suit and go and, go and sell some calendars at the Cat Lover Show. Controversy here. You, you're, so, so what you're saying, you think that maybe these guys in the firefighter um, calendars actually may not have been firefighters. Oh, I think they were fighters, firefighters, but I don't think they were represented as, as Mr. March or Mr. June. I don't reckon they were there. Wow! Yeah, wow! Oh, no, it's a big call. See, this is and this is the exact reason why we lined Brownie up because of these hard-hitting investigative <laughs> questions that we have, Lewis. You know, so um, because well, my suspicion was, you know, of knowing uh, how young these these young gentlemen were, um, you know, I, I was wondering were they intimidated by us, Lewis? I mean, these are guys that are supposed to have been trained to be able to withstand the the fiery furnaces of of factory fires and 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 you know bushfires and things like that. 
they can't handle a couple of 40-something-year-old semi-balding podcasters, you know. They're a little bit worried about uh, having to hold on to a couple of microphones. Maybe we could have dressed the microphones up as a couple of kittens, Lewis. And they might have they might have then sort of stripped the top off and then just cuddled them up next to them. We might have just been able to get a couple of uh, couple of little, you know, comments out of them that way, maybe. Well, I think I think it was the point where you went up to one of them and on his chest you sort of wiped your hand off and got oh, hair gel, and then put it through your hair and kind of just, just slicked it down. I think that was kind of intimidating. Thank you. I was I was a little bit worried that I, that I um, I'd come across too strong there, and I um, but then I've been, I've been convincing myself that I hadn't. But now I realise now it's sort of running it back in my mind, Lewis, that I probably went a little bit too far. Very something about Mary. I think there was a yeah. very very big reference there to something about Mary. But speaking of too far, I think we probably get this anecdote go for probably longer than what the interview with them would have gone. Yeah, anyway, and we were out of time. If, 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 if the firefighters who actually want to get on the um, interview, uh, do an interview with us, hey, we'll still take it because content, content. Exactly. Now, who did we interview, though? Okay, so let me pull up our list. So um, the first people that we went and spoke to, we made a V-line to the Siva stand. Siva, who uh, are the producers of Fell Away, which, um, which you, uh, you know, bathe in uh, daily, being a, uh, a behaviour um, interested vet. Um, well, hang we, on. Uh, we, we both washed in it before we went to the Cat Lover Show, didn't we, mate? Because we wanted to make sure that all the cats we met loved us. Absolutely, yeah. We, we um, I, I, I had to try and beat Parker and Melvin off me with a stick before I got out of the door, Lewis. I had, um, they, they were that interested in the face. <laughs> pheromones that I'd rubbed everywhere, which is what the fellow way is. Um, but we had a great ta- talk with um, the, the wonderful uh, Sebastiani. Um, she was terrific. She was walking around in a little bat cat mask. Yeah, and, she was uh, in, in the full full kit, wasn't she? She really, really got into the, the theme of the day, which was she, cats. She leaned right into it, and we got her early on in the piece as well, and they had a, um, a pretty good stand there, and we I think we uh, we, we seemed, to, seemed to attract people too, Lewis, to the stands. I think when, uh, when people saw us there with the microphones, with yes. the yeah, uh, the, the the headphones on as well. With, with the um, the oiled hair that you had, the beautifully coiffed baby oil hair that you had, I think that really really drew them in. It just threw the crowd yep. in. You know, yeah. There was still that little bit of brownie that rubbed off as well. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have a listen and 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 hear all about Fellyway. Guys, we're here at the uh, Melbourne Cat Lovers Show 2019 and we're here at the Siva stand with Sebastiani. Sebastiani, how are things going with you today? Fantastic, Robbie. Thanks yeah. so much for asking. That's okay. What, so what are you uh, talking to people about today, Sebastiani? What what, what uh, Siva products have you got and what are you trying to help people out with today for their cats? Well, we have this fantastic product called Feliway. Feliway. Have you heard about that, Lewis? Yeah, I love Feliway. Yeah. I'm a, a behaviour vet, so I really love Feliway. Um, he he bathes in it every night, every morning before he goes to work. He just sort of marinates himself in a 44-gallon drum. He loves it. It's well, terrific. Well, I'm wondering if you actually put some on today because we're at the Cat Lover Show. Did you put some on so the cats would, would be attracted to you? Well, I didn't put any on, but <laughs> we have donated a lot of uh, product to the Cat Lover Show so they can spray it everywhere oh. and they can also keep it, um, plug the diffusers in where the cats are actually because it does help. It helps yeah, cats with stress and anxiety. Yes. It helps calm them down. It helps reassure them. So it's essentially a pheromone yes. and um, cats naturally produce pheromones like all of us yes. and they rub their faces against uh, 
you know, objects, things, surfaces, people, yeah, things, couches. people mark their territory. Yes. And Feliway has a synthetic version of the same pheromone. Yes. So it really helps the cat feel like they're in a comforting environment, helps calm them down, reassure them. So yeah, it's all over, it's all around us right now. And how, do, how does it get out there? So you were talking about the diffuser. Tell us quickly how the diffuser works. Well, you plug the diffuser. It's an electrical device, really. Excellent. There's a refill which screws into the diffuser. You yeah. plug the diffuser into the wall socket, switch it on. Um, within 24 hours, it will start dispersing and diffuse into the area. Yeah. It's about 50 to 70 square meter room. Yep. And then it starts working within that time. You keep it plugged on all the time, yes. so 24 hours a day. And each refill lasts about a month. So what it works is, how it works is it's there in the air and the cat can smell it. And it is species specific. So if you have a dog or, you know, you can't smell it dog as a human. Fish. Dog, you know, fish, ferret. birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a pelican, the pelican's not going to be worried <laughs> about it. A snake. Yeah, yeah, a snake. Yeah, a snake. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. There's no issues between snake and fellow eye interactions no. there, Sebastian, it's, at all. It's, Species, species specific. specific. That's, That's it. very good. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the keyword. Keyword. And and is um the facial pheromone the only product that you've got? No, we've actually got another product which is the interdigital pheromone. So a pheromone that works on the claws and the paws. Interdigital being from in between the toes. That is it. That's yeah. right. And what do you use that one for? That's used to help the cat understand where to scratch. Hey, ah, fantastic. fantastic. All right. Yeah. Oh, good. So what you put that on areas you want them to scratch or areas you don't want them to scratch? You put that only on the scratching post that you want the cat to use. Yes. So it can help redirect scratching. So if they're scratching the lounge or they're scratching the carpet or some other place, a beautiful piece of furniture that you want, don't want them to scratch, you place the scratching post next to that and you apply Feli Scratch onto there and it redirects the cat to use the scratching post which is what they should be using versus using your favorite piece of furniture. Fantastic. So, so it comes as actual stickers uh, you stick on or is it a drop? So no, what is it? it is a uh, liquid format. It comes as nine pipettes within the pack and yes. then you use one you use one for every day of the first week. Yes. And then you use one on the first day of the third and the first day of the fourth week. Right. And at yes. the end of the fourth week, you should find that the cat has completely transitioned to scratching their scratching post. Fantastic. And left your beautiful lounge behind. Oh, I use this yep. for Olive. Yeah, great. When we got her, she uh, was scratching, uh, you know, she's scratching all the... Um, the mats by the doors and stuff. So we put, yeah. put a scratch post there and put a, put a bit of the Philly scratch on there. And it's it's great. It's fantastic product. We, love it. We, we might have out. to give it a shot with ours because Parker's starting to scratch around the Ooh. rental. If our, hello to Ray White, Morty Alec, if you're listening. You know, um, <laughs> it's not our cat. It's another cat that's scratching the carpet of the rental. Um, particularly of the landlord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I've heard. I've heard. It's one of the so children. Yeah, yeah, Camille here with her little cat cat face. <laughs> you know? um, uh, yeah, no, so, so I think we have to try and get a uh, get some Philly scratch for Parker. So, yeah. Man, fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. And so you're here all, all week into the stand what stand number are you? Uh, we are stand 428 we are here all weekend if anyone has any issues with their cat spraying scratching hiding loss of appetite over grooming come here come to see us you just have a chat with us you don't need to buy anything just come and get some take some information away make sure you're you know able to help your cat we always recommend you see your vet if yep. uh, you're having issues with your cat but feel free to come over and have a chat Excellent. Excellent. And, and fantastic uh, cat bat mask that you're fielding as well, Sebastian. We, it's fantastic. It doesn't work Thanks so well for me. the podcast. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can stick a picture of me on yeah. there. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks very much for the chat. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thanks, guys. Wasn't that great, mate? Really, really good. Good to see Feliway at that show. And interesting that they've... they've uh, They've got all the plug-ins and, and the fellaway there for all the cats that were there to try and keep them calm. I never even thought they'd do that. It's a it's a pretty big space, the uh, the Royal Exhibition Building too. I think they must have had 
uh, uh, industrial strength diffusers there, you know, just a, a big, big, you know, massive one, maybe attached to some of those big, uh, big fan heaters that they have at building sites, just pumping it out there. You know, I wondered why everyone was walking around quite, quite slowly when they were there. I think it was the, uh, you know, as, as much as what, you know, it's a species specific pheromone. I think because they were all cat lovers that were there, I think everyone was nice and chilled from the fell away in the air. Yeah, well, I wonder if they actually hooked it up to one of the uh, the firefighters' hoses and they've just done a fine mist. A fine mist. <laughs> fine, mist. Is, fine mist over the whole area and just, just calm, just settled everyone down. What an elegant solution of a way of trying to distribute around getting the well-oiled firefighters to sit there with their big fire hose and just, and just just spray it out like um like at the end of Ghostbusters 2 where they're, sp- um, you remember they're spraying the pink goo yes. over everything? That's one yeah, I do yeah. know. Yes, but but, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, there, there wasn't. Yeah, you're right. The second Ghostbusters wasn't that scary, so I'm not surprised <laughs> that you didn't watch that. Um, but um, it sounds like they're still there. It's uh, it's stand eighty four there. So um, so yeah, if you're, yeah, you're heading around at Carlton, um, then uh, head over and see Sebastian. She, she might be a little bit quiet there now. So uh, so yeah, jump jump in there and tell her that we said hi. I reckon she's uh, I reckon she have very sore feet and a bit and probably a bit of a rash from the uh, from the cat mask if she's still wearing it two weeks later. <laughs> she, she, she might have a, a couple of different cat masks, mate. There might be right. uh, so different ones for different days. Yeah, there might be an, an OH&S thing that from Siva that they make sure they've got a different mask each day for, for cleanliness. Well, she probably got a little bit of the oil from the the firefighters, just sort of rubbed on there. Just keep it, you know, keep it well well oiled, so it's, it's not 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 too rashy on the skin. I'd say. That's right, yeah. And tell you what, speaking of well-oiled, the next uh, the next interview that we've got was a very, very well-oiled machine. Uh, the one young uh, uh, Terence Trent Darby, uh, who was uh, in, in control of the uh, the Pet Greens, who uh, was a, 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 a company based out of Sydney that uh, produced uh, cat grass. Yes, and look, I think I'm not sure Terence really knew who we were. And perhaps, perhaps I don't think we know who we are. Well, no, but but I don't think he realised just how serious we do take the topic of cat grass, and how many how many euphemisms and 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 sort of little until right at the end, and then I think he finally worked out that we we are a little bit lighthearted. While we did like the, the do like the concept of the pet grass, there was no way we weren't taking a little bit of the Mickey of him from the start. I think. Just, just a tiny little bit, mate, a tiny little bit. I tell you what, I don't know whether or not um, – have a – listen very closely, listeners, and see whether or not you can uh, hear me um, trying so hard not to uh, just burst into laughter um, while Lewis is just sort of – just, you know, just popping some little underarm, um, underarm, <laughs> you know, soft tosses to Terence to see whether or not he wants to, uh, you know, sort of bite the uh, – you know, just just take take a little chunk out of uh, what we were trying to win, uh, try, trying to euphemistically attain. Let's let's listen to some of those soft to- tosses, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that that could be our new name for our podcast? No, let's listen to the cat love the, the cat lover <laughs> show with the pet greens. Two, two vets talk soft <laughs> Let's go to the pet greens.
All right, guys, here, Cat Lovers Show again, 2019, here in Melbourne. We're joined by Terence Dodd. Terence, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Terence, what are you selling? Mate, I'm selling a supplement. Yes. For your cat, for your dog, yes. for all your, your, your pets. Yes. Okay, and what it is, everybody wants to know why do cats and dogs eat grass, okay? We constantly get asked that, Terence, yes. as vets. It's incredible. I'll tell you. Uh, so one, they're lacking nutrients in their diet. Two, yep. they've eaten something they shouldn't have. Right. But at the same time, we've got a we've got a pet grass specifically designed for your pet to boost their nutrition levels naturally. Excellent. So what sort of grasses you got there, Terence? It looks like you've got a couple of different options here. There's uh, plenty any, of green leafy got, stuff. Got any Algerian yeah. or Moroccan at all? Where are we getting it from, mate? Uh, it's, it's pretty leafy green that's here, but what's, uh, where, where's it come from? It's come from uh, Sydney. So Excellent. It's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's all yeah. in Sydney. Is that hydroponic or is no, it? No, no, it's no hydro. It's yeah. it's grown naturally. Natural. Yeah. Right. Sun's natural no, rays. Sun's natural rays Beautiful. and and the, and the rainwater. So it's that wombat state forest somewhere deep there. Is, it, is that where you get you growing it or? And we, the cover we, or? Yeah, we're growing it in a greenhouse. Oh, oh right. excellent. Yeah, 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 good. Under the glass house, so we're sustainable all year. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the weather doesn't affect us. So, right. so what are the what are the different types of grass? You look, you've got one that looks a bit like coriander, and one that looks, <laughs> you know, a bit a uh, bit cooch-like. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It looks like the, the, the long the long skinny one looks um like what they got out at, playing out on the Adelaide Oval at the moment, mate. Yeah, it's nice and green. Looks great. Oh, it is. We've probably laid it down for them. Yeah. But, nice. Yeah. So the that coriander there is catnip. That's oh, the catnip. catnip. That's the catnip. Right, that's, right. That's catnip in its purest form. Right. What Pure 100% catnip. 100%. What percentage Whoa. of cats in Australia respond to catnip? 30%. 30% in America? Um, who cares, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not there. I, 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 it's not there yet. Only because our second biggest listenership are in America. Oh, sorry. But, you know, yeah, sorry. So this might be your way in, yeah, Terrence. Oh, right. yeah. Don't go cutting them off. <laughs> just throw a number yeah. out there. Say it's 75%. Yeah, the uh, fake news. 95. 95%. 95%. You heard it here, guys. 95%, 95%. of American cats. I do find it's quite low in Australia, the response to catnip. The cats. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of cats seem to respond to it. No, it's uh, so for the catnip, it's all got to do with their genetic makeup. Right, right, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. I think I think there was a just a few genetic came from uh, from America, and they weren't weren't into the catnip, so they slowly responded. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. there you go, guys. It's so how do, how, do, how do people get a hold of your your pet greens and your pure natural nutrition pet greens, Terence? How do they get a hold of you? Through our website, petgreens.com.au. Yep, yep. Um, we get, we can, we'll deliver it straight to your doorstep. Excellent. Wow. And do you, does it come in um, a cookie form at all? You got anything in a cookie or just oh, just, just the grown grass? No, we've got some coming in the muffin. A muffin? <laughs> yeah, a muffin. Yeah, 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 good. Nice, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah we're right. working on our cookie formula at the moment. Yeah, I'm still under quality control. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, mate. Yeah, thanks so much for chatting. Thank you for your time, mate. Thanks very much. Thank you. Well, wasn't he a good sport in the end? He was a good sport. Yeah, yeah. Once he realised that, uh, yeah, we were... Um, yeah, they're having you know, 
dude, you're selling grass. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But just to pick him up on a few points, I think. Look, I'm a big fan of cat grasses. I think it's, it is great for environmental enrichment for cats, particularly indoor cats that don't have access outdoors. They do love chewing on a cat grass and that sort of thing. And, and I think from a behaviour perspective, big fan of it. But yep. I have to pick him up with his catnip. In my, certainly everything I know, most cats in Australia do not respond to catnip. That's a, right. that's a fact. I reckon uh, overseas, you might be right, might be 70% of cats overseas, particularly in America, do respond to catnip. In Australia, I, I don't think I've... Well, it'll be very rare that I've seen a cat that does respond to catnip. And the reason is that the strains, what I was trying to say in the, in, when we were having a chat to him there, was the strains uh, or the, the cats that were brought out from America that started our lines of cats in Australia, uh, we believe were ones that were not responsive to catnip. So they've genetically passed down, particularly in the pure breeds, um, but genetically passed down. Uh, you know, kittens that are not responsive to catnip. So, yeah, I'm not sure that, that catnip, you don't see the wonderful sort of rolling and almost a sexual response that you might see on YouTube with, with, with cats uh, that, that come from overseas. There's, that, there's other types of grass that come from overseas, Lewis, to give that more sort of euphoric uh, feeling <laughs> to catnip. That's right. And he also said cats will eat grass when they're lacking in nutrients and it's a way of boosting their nutrition naturally. Thoughts? <laughs> I really like looking at green grass. Yeah, no, nah, mate. You know, green grass is very pretty. It's not. A, it's not a sign of nutritional deficiency. No. No, you know, I, I, I tried saying that to someone today. They go, "Oh, my dog's eating grass." You know, um, so so they must be lacking in something. I'm, no, they just no. generally just like eating grass. You know, they, they say, "Oh, we thought it was fine." I go, "No." Because it come when it comes out the other end, looking still like the grass. It goes in the front end. Nothing sticking to the walls. You know. Yeah. They, 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 they lack I, I tried you know going into a, a brief little bit Lewis of uh, you know ruminant uh, physiology and nutrition of how the you know the the, the micro or the microorganisms are breaking down the cellulose in order to form you know volatile fatty acids and then it gets converted in the liver through the Krebs cycle and then the owners sort of you know glazed over and I said no they're just not cows man that's all so <laughs> that's right they don't have four stomachs do they just the one no. No, no, Labradors, Labradors have eight, but they still don't need to eat grass. Yeah, yeah, they, they'll fill yeah. four stomachs, yeah, and keep going. That, that being said, though, Terence did give Camille some um, some little bits of grass uh, or some some of his uh, uh, fine uh, grassy wares to bring home. And, uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the catnip certainly wasn't a massive uh, massive hit, but certainly Melvin likes chewing on his, uh, right. on his, on his uh, nice big, uh, you know, leafy uh, leafy long grass. Right, so, so he g- gave uh, Camille a bit of the wacky tobacco and she brought it home and, and Melvin was straight into it, eh? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. He was, um, yeah, then, then broke into the cupboard, started eating all the cheesels. It was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we got on to, we had a chat to Pets in the Park, didn't we? We sure did, yeah. Let's roll the tape on that one.
Okay, we're here still at the Cat Lover Show 2019. We're here at the Pets in the Park stand with uh, Simone McCormick. Simone, how are you going? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you very much. Tell us, what is Pets in the Park? What do you guys do? Uh, so we're providing vet, uh, veterinary care for people who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. Uh, once a month doing little clinics, free vet clinics, uh, vaccinating, microchipping, uh, flea and worm treatment and general health checks and yep. organising to have them also have some surgical procedures done, uh, you know, regards to desexing or uh, dental work, lump removals. Uh, so, yeah, also, of course, and having to fundraise the monies for all of those. Because yeah. you're all volunteers, aren't you, we doing are all the work? We are all volunteer run. Yes. It's exclusively volunteer. It's a charity organisation, um, it is. isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Um, we just all come along and do it because we, we want to. Yeah. yeah. And, and how often do you run the sort of the, the clinics so in the park? Once a month. Yes. Uh, they're usually once a month uh, each each month. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And where's it run? Like where? Uh, so you're here in here in the Melbourne Cat Lover Show, but where else does it happen? So also uh, Hobart. Yes. And, yes. Uh, down in Canberra. Uh, New South Wales, I'm uh, fairly sure they're Queensland and we're trying to move into South Australia as well at the moment. Uh, so and in, within Melbourne, uh, the, the clinics are happening at Frankston and I think the uh, CBD now has moved to Fitzroy. Yes, wow. okay. And so in a, you, you're down Hobart based. In, I'm Hobart in, based, In yes. a clinic on the weekend or once a month, sort of how many people would you... Uh, so, support and their animals. Yeah, in Hobart, we probably average about probably ten dogs per clinic, wow. and sometimes more. Wow. Uh, we, you know, usually around about three cats, roughly. Yes. We, we may have uh, a quieter month, but we also have had busier months with cats as well. So that's yeah. fantastic. So you're supporting up to ten homeless people a month, yes. so that they can they can still live with their animals, their cats and their dogs. Yes, that's, that's right. That's Just to help Which is so important for them. It is. All the studies showing about how important it is for their mental health, but unfortunately, it is expensive. And so, to have people volunteering their time, and um, so where do you get the um, you know, the the stuff that you're using for for caring for those pets? Where are you getting the flea treatments and the vaccinations and things we from? We have been lucky enough to have some donations. Um, we've also been lucky to get some grants along the way. But we also are doing sausage sizzles and raffle selling and cake selling and. Uh, and, yep, bun, and bunning sausage shizzles all the works. Yes. 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 I just yes. did one of those not long ago. I don't think I want to see another sausage for a while. <laughs> it was very successful. Uh, but we, we, we uh, also we rely heavily on donations um, from, from the public. Uh, so, you know, we have a uh, Facebook page and a website that people can look up uh, and, and find ways of donating. Do you, uh, do you want to give us the handles on those so we can, so people, uh, our listeners can, can donate? Yeah, where, where do they yes. go and find you, so if, you, if you're going on Facebook, just looking up Pets in the Park and you'll usually see next to it your local division. Yes. So Melbourne CBD or for us Hobart CBD uh, and again in the other states. And also on our website, which is www.petsinthepark.org.au. And the menu will be able to show you how you can either help to volunteer or to donate. Fantastic, Simone. Thanks so much for having a chat to us today. Good on you, Simone. Bye Thanks for all your great guys. work. Thank you. Enjoy Bye. the show. Bye. What a great charity. Really good organisation supporting the homeless people and their pets. I think it's um, some people haven't really heard much about what pets in the park do. Uh, I think what they do is fantastic. Um, it's 
one of those charitable organizations that um, as soon as you hear about it, you kind of go, of course, you know, it makes so much sense. And then you want to try and do everything you can to try and uh, try and support and try and do everything you can. So we'll have links in the show notes through to try to their, uh, to their Facebook page and things. But um, otherwise, yeah, if you're on your socials, just go and search pets in the park. And if you've got a little bit of coin that you've, um, that you've got to, left over after supporting us on Patreon, then um, uh, then yeah, send some their way because they do do a really, really good job, those guys. Yeah, exactly. And then we moved on to speaking of a little bit of coin, we did move on to a, a surgeon down your way, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, so uh, we were uh, just across the road from the, um, from the, the oily, uh, muscular, young, shy firefighters was um, Southpaws and uh, Southpaws uh, Specialty Surgery for Animals, which is in uh, Moorabbin. Um, and we got to speak with um, one of the directors there, Dr. Charles Kuntz. He's, um, you know, he doesn't mind getting in front of a microphone or a camera, Charles. So, oh, yes. at that, so we sort of knew that um, he'd be a pretty, uh, pretty easy target for wanting to jump on and uh, have a talk to us. So we thought we'd uh, uh, have a bit of a chat with about the things that, uh, that he does there in his surgery. All right, Cat Lovers Show, uh, Melbourne 2019, and we are joined here at the uh, the Southpaws Vet Specialist Stand with none other than uh, Dr. Charles Kunz. Charles, how are you going? Yeah, really well. Amazing. Just crazy how many people are here. It's Isn't amazing. it nuts? Yeah, you know, but, but they all all love their cats. Yeah, um, absolutely. What, what sort of questions have you been fielding today, Charles? Uh, look, some general questions about, um, like somebody came in with a... Uh, cat that has dwarfism and asking about what they needed and all it's showing is maybe a little bit of lethargy and reluctant exercise and then they took x-rays and the tail has like is bridging so said you don't need to do anything about that as long as it's not causing any problems but yeah right what do you mean by bridging what does that mean so it, the, the vertebrae are fused together uh, okay yeah so yeah. you can't fix that don't need to fix don't it don't need to fix don't it don't need no, to fix right. it don't, no. don't reach for the scalpel blade just no, yeah yeah no, no. we're all about knowing not when to do surgery or when not to do surgery. That's, yeah. a, that's ah. a big thing, isn't it? It's yeah. not just, just because you've got the scalpel blades there, Charles, there's not po- no point in using it if it's, if it's not the time. Exactly, and there's a saying, when, every, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Correct, yeah. So surgeons like to do surgery, but we try <laughs> to make sure that it's actually indicated. So. Right. So what are the, you know, I guess, the top three surgeries that you guys would do at Southpaws on cats? Because you're a referral surgery, so yep. it's when general practitioner vets like Lewis and I, we sort of go, oh, hang on, this is, this is no good for us, it's time to handball yeah what do you reckon your top three procedures would be that you do on a cat on cats so probably subtotal colectomy so for yep. for a megacolon when cats are constipated and it's not just one episode of constipation it has to be a recurrent problem that requires chronic you know chronic like things yeah coming in every month for a, a anesthetic and enema and that kind of thing so that's when you start thinking about surgery yep um, that's refra- you know not not responding to conventional medical management yep um, uh, cancer Yep. So we get a lot of nasal cancers on cat uh, noses, noses from, from yep. uh, exposure to the sun. Squamous cell carcinomas. Exactly. Yeah, yep. 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 So we do a lot of them. And what then, do you do for those ones, Charles? What do you guys... So traditionally we did a lot of um, surgery for them. Yep. But more recently we got um, a technique or a device called electric chemotherapy. Yep. Which is 
where you give an intravenous dose of chemotherapy and then you apply a voltage to the tumor which causes the cells to open up and accept the chemotherapy and it kills the cancer cells. Right. Actually with the nose of cats it works better than surgery. Wow. Right. So is, wow. That, is, that, is that like a taser? Have you, have you tried it on yourself? Is it? Uh, I have not but it would hurt because it, it is 800 volts. 800? Wow. How much is a taser? I don't yeah, know what a taser yeah, is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen the security guys walking around with all those. We can get to give you a little crack and see what, what it's like if you like it. I was worried I was going to get tasers coming in actually because they wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't let me in, but I'm in now. So. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're wearing the t shirt and all. And, and what's the third surgery, Charles? We've got the first two. What's the number, th what's number three? Uh, a perineal urethrostomy. So for cats that have recurrent urinary obstructions and they get some scarring in the urethra, can't be managed medically, then we do basically a gender Cut the reassign doodle off. Yeah, gender reassignment surgery. Yes, <laughs> oh, very good. Very, it's 2019 and that's perfectly fine yeah. if that's what they need to have. Yeah. Fantastic. Charles, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks a lot. Such have a good a pleasure. Ha have a great exposition. Thank exposition? You very much. Exhibition. Expose. Expose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, my fault is expose. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, no mate, thanks Great to see yeah. you guys. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. No There you go, Dr. Charles Quincy. Um, he's uh, doesn't mind doing surgery, doesn't mind jumping in front of a microphone. Good that he uh, spent a bit of time with us. So uh, I think he was mainly just trying to work out how to keep his nurses away from the firefighters, to be honest. But uh, I was trying to work out how to keep Camille away from the firefighters as well. Well, a man who can uh, who can bring a mega colon into any conversation. I think he's a man of many women's hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing, nothing says sexy like a backed up cat's really. Exactly. And for the listeners out there that are wondering, uh, Taser, 50,000 volts. Oh, is it really? Yes. There you go. Yes. And, and have there been any uh, any studies that you know of, Lewis, of the use of tasers for trying to treat uh, uh, nose cancers on cats? No, but it's a good treatment for megacolon, I think. <laughs> I think it's a good good treatment for uh, mega bladder too. I, yeah. I think there's a I think there's a, a certain amount of sphincter release once you're hit with the uh, the 50,000 50, volts from uh, you know uh, whoever it is that's on the the other end of it. So uh, yeah, it's quite quite good for cleansing the bowel. We should have asked him if, if the if the eighty fifty thousand volts that he gives whether that's another treatment for the mega colon. It really just expels everything. It might be an option. We should have run that by him <laughs> next time. <laughs> Especially if you're trying to avoid using a scalpel blade too, Lewis. Yes, that's right. Oh, yes, yes. Lots of avoidance there, a scalpel blade at the surgical specialist clinic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> and then we moved and, on. Uh, do, do, sorry, mate. Move on, do You got something else? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we finished off with um, with uh, the lovely Christina who runs Chris Pets, a um, what could only be described as a absolute treasure trove of cat adventure toys for the uh, the very you know loving pet owner who's got you know a, a bit of money and they're trying to work out what they can do to try and help to uh, help to improve the, the the way that their cat interacts with the environment. You're right, mate. It's it, it's not the IKEA of the of the cat toys, is it? It's uh. It's it's your Matt Black. Hot. It's your Matt Black, I think. Pretty pretty high end stuff. Yeah, my goodness. Let's have a listen and see what she had to say.
All right, we're here under under the massive dome here in the Royal Exhibition Building, Cat Lovers Show 2019 in Melbourne. We are joined by Christina from Chris Pet. Christina, how are you? I am well. How are you? Oh, we are fantastic. Now, tell us, what are you selling? What have you got here? What is Chris Pet? So, Chris Pet is a complete different spin on cat furniture. Oh, spin, Lewis. Right. Yeah. I spin, yeah, right. It's made to last. Yes. It's durable. Excellent. And super stylish. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Good. We have so, got some stylish items here today, definitely. The one we're really interested in is you've got this, what, is it a hamster wheel or what is no, it? No, it's a cat wheel for cats. Yes. Um, it's made so that your cat can go in and run in, and run in it. Wow. Because when your cat has too much energy, you need something to keep it occupied, yeah. obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's like, a giant, it's like a giant hamster wheel, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. My, my little rainbow cat here is having a little uh, little play with it. Camille seems to enjoy it quite a lot. She's uh, she's looking, looking like it's great. And so it spins both ways, I've seen, Christina. Exactly. It does wow. spin both ways. Gee Now, the beauty about this product yes. is that it can take 30 kilos of animal in it. That's a lot of catch, Christina. Oh, that is. I'm yeah. just, just over the weight there, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry, please don't go in yeah. there. <laughs> Camille's under yeah. 30. You want to have a go, Camille? Oh, the, the Camille cat's under 30 kilos. No, yeah. no, no. So, so, so that means it's good for dogs as well, then Correct. I would imagine. Small dogs yes. can go inside it as well. Yes. And the beauty about this one is that it's already assembled. You don't have to sit there and put it all together. There's no Allen keys. We're not talking IKEA-style no, things Ikea here, stuff. Christina. No, no it's you've put it all together in the exactly. factory. Exactly. We've put it all together. Excellent. Now. In Australia, we like to keep things outdoors. We like to put our stuff in the alfresco. Yes. So with this one, you can keep it outdoors. Oh, really? You can hose it down. Wow. You can F10 it. Now, if yes. you're not a cat lady and you don't know what F10 is, <laughs> it's like a disinfectant yes. that you can wipe it all down. Absolutely, yeah. And off you go. Well, we go through bucket loads of F10 at work whenever we get cat flu catch out, given that it's a cat, you know, as yeah. well as all the dog things. But yeah, F10, a very great disinfectant. Yeah. So, so this then doesn't, because uh, what's on the inside of this spinning wheel, Christina? So the it's inside a, is PVC woven cloth. Wow. And this is the ultimate winner with this wheel. Yeah, okay. The reason behind this is that I didn't want to always change the inlay yes. of this product. And I wanted to be able to clean it. Because yep. when your cat has dirty paws yep. and goes onto the wheel, yep, yep. you can easily wash it down and clean it. But also, I wanted to, it to be like a tree. So that means when your cat gets its claws into it, I wanted it to have good traction uh, yes. as well. And that helps them stop the wheel as well. Fantastic. Yeah. And I noticed uh, Jeff, our cat's having trouble getting in there because I noticed you got a cat of nine tails there. Is that to encourage the cats to use it or, <laughs> or what's that for? <laughs> yes, yes, no, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> no, it is not that. Yeah. It, Lewis went to what one of the this? other exhibitions in Melbourne the other week, Christina, and he thought it was looked a little, look a little familiar. No, no, no. Yeah, from the last one. The idea might have come from something else, but no, what no. Is this? A cat, what is this? This is a cattail teaser. Yes. Now, this was designed by this hot designer in the US. Right. The, what he thought of was when he was sitting on the couch, he wanted to extend something so that he could play with his cat. Ah. That's why this is telescopic. Right. Comes oh, all the way out. One and it's got the long right. dangling bits on the end. And comes all the way in. Yes. yes. But he wanted something at the end that would not come apart and that would last. Yes. So he got something made out of fake suede, which makes it vegan. Oh, and very good. Safe. Yes. Vegan listeners. Yes, and safe for your cats. So that if they bit the end of it, it'll last and last and last. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Very good. And so one it's a of cat the, toy. 
Yeah, and one of these will last you for over two years. Wow, fantastic. So, yeah. Excellent. And what other things you got today? I know you've got a bit of a staircase going so on here. What's that for? this is the staircase to heaven. I was going to say the stairway to heaven, you know. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Well, I was, Robbie's not wearing his stockings oh. today, so he hasn't got a ladder to heaven. The beauty about this product is unlike the normal cat trees out in the market, you actually screw it into your wall up here. Oh, wow. okay, yes, right. So that you don't get leaning tower of cats. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. falling over your thing. So yeah. You be, right. So you've got a cat going thundering up or thundering out, it doesn't tip over as well, correct, Christina. Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Every bit of these wood components are clear coated. So once again, if you want to keep it in your balcony, keep it in your alfresco, you can just pretty much, you know, keep it out It's, a, it's an amazing cat tower to get height. It's over, what, are we six, 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 six feet tall? A bit over six feet tall there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. amazing height. Really good for cats to get up there and so they can view it up high. Very stylish yes. too, Christy. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. And we've got, got little grip parts here that's on there. That's right, yeah. that's right. And it also comes with full scratches on the bottom. Oh, so scratching post. Yeah, and right. I actually use jute on my scratches. Right, yes. I don't use sisal because I believe Sisal is the devil. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So you heard it here first. Sisal yes. is the devil. Right. <laughs> <I do not laughs> okay. um, and so, and so, so we've got that big tail. And then what are these um, big curly things that Come look, over like, here. look like Viennese? I was just going to walk through. We've got yep. an awful lot of cable and a, and a little yep, rainbow. Sorry. Cat through. Yep. Yep. So this is called a curvy nest. Right. It looks like art in your home. Yes. But what it actually is, is a piece of furniture for your cats to sit on scratch on and luxuriate. Right. Cats so, wow. are royal creatures and cats need somewhere where they can lay on. So if, yes. if for the listeners at home it's like a big double S stacked on top of itself isn't it? So with lots of layers the cats can sit on and and uh, it looks like that same PVC sort of plastic, Woven isn't it? Cloth, can, yeah, yeah, they, can, they can scratch on and oh, it's, it's, it's quite a stylish. You got some stylish furniture here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the designer or the owner? Or no, I'm not is the, the designer. Christina, is that Chris Pet? Is that you? So Chris Pet is me, Christina Petrovic. That's how the name came right, from. Yes. Um, but I get my I get my goods made by a company called Cats War in Taiwan. Oh, right. There you go. And so I decided to bring these products into Australia because I myself was searching for some stylish furniture that I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah. And I've got two big cats as well. So both of my cats weigh over 10 kilos. No, they're not wow. fat. They're just no. big. Yeah, big, they, they big, can, um, big bone. They can both fit on your spinning wheel at the Correct. same time and have one of their friends over as well, Christina. Correct. They can bring a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you also got over here, you got some, uh, you're, you're raising some ants over here. You're feeding That's them, right. That's right. That's right. You're so feeding this... ants and raising them. On an anti-raised feeders. Oh, I see. So this is the product that attracted me to this brand. Yes. Now, we did a little bit of tweaking to suit us Aussies, obviously, because in Australia, we have a different species of ant, worse than anywhere else really? in the world. Really? We, 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 we're at the top of the the Top, top of, of the ant. Wow. My goodness, really? Yes. Wow. That, that's, that's how I've, never, I've never felt prouder to be in Australia than to find out that we've got the worst ants, Lewis. Yeah, we've got the right. size of the devil and we've got the worst ants. <laughs> you weren't at all on two vets still pets today. So you pull water on the base here in yes. this moat and it stops all your ants from coming into your pet's food. So for right. the listeners, again, it's like a big high tea sort of uh, stand you've got there that's uh, got two bowls just uh, perched up, just just uh, levitating in the air almost above above the little moat of water. We're being held on by really nice plastic, yeah. uh, you know, really good and sturdy, that. Yeah, that's terrific. Oh, I love it. Stainless steel. These bowls are all 316 stainless. Oh, because so they... 314 is the devil, isn't it? <laughs> 
No, 314 is good too, but 316 is actually human grade. Ah, oh, there we right. go. Yeah, We're yeah, learning yeah. it today. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted an all-in-one feeder. Yes. I wanted something that was anti-ant. Yep. I wanted something that was raised. And I wanted the bowls to go into the, in, the into dishwasher. The dishwasher. Uh, yes, dishwasher safe. Yeah, oh, exactly. That is brilliant. That that is, that's, that's terrific. And you've got some uh, uh, cat wall, uh, some bed boxes for your. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah so you can have them perched on the wall. So there are some little we steps. We want to come things. over here. Oh, yep, 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 shuffle over. So, what this is, is a modular cat's wall. It goes up onto your wall. Yeah. And then you just slot all these boxes and all these perches oh, into crikey, it. Oh, crikey, So, so it's just the, the stainless steel wall that's there, and then you just load the, the, yeah, the boxes like, onto it. It's like you're uh, in the garage when you've got your tools on the wall, isn't it? That's you right. kind of just hook them on. and Limited only by your imagination, Christina. Yeah. Correct. And you can take all these perches out, depending and the boxes, depending on whatever flavour of the month your cat has. Right. Right. If your cat wants high, it wants high. If it wants low, low. You can That's put right. it anywhere you want. And, and the, the wall, the wall mounting, how does that, how does that stay on the wall? Like, is that so, something renters can use, or is it? Yes, more, that's yeah? correct. Yes. So you, firstly, what you do is you put a sheet of form ply onto your wall, yep. so that if you are a renter, it's only, it's pretty much like putting a picture up onto your yes. wall. And then, so that you don't get 60 million screw marks. No. Then you get these aluminium slats yes. and you drill them onto your plywood. Once you do that, you put these coloured vinyls on. Yes. You make up your boxes and slot everything in. Fantastic. So cat's wall, I love it. It's a vertical solution for your cats. Very good. I oh, like cats. Love the vertical stuff. They, they do. Love getting yeah. high and And the good thing out. is that the fact that you, it, it is modular, you can just put all the bits in. So if you've got an older cat that still wants to get high and they can't jump up anymore, and they're not eating the grass, they're not eating the grass. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some. We went and saw the grass. Yeah, grass. The cat getting high. Cat getting yeah, high. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. With the cookies. Yeah. With Ter Ter Terence Trent Darby's cookies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can get low and then it can get you're a traveller of the green as well, Christina. Oh, Fantastic. Sorry, right. it's, been, it's been fantastic chatting to you, Christina. Yeah. Um, just before we go, uh, can you give us a bit of a price on the on the on the, the hamster wheel? So the hamster wheel is a thousand and fifty six and comes with three years warranty. Terrific. Very. If people are, uh, have just been blown away, Christina, by your uh, by the Sandia products, where can they find you? So they can go online and go to www.chrispet. Chris, Chris with a K, that is too. K-R-I-S-P-E-T.com.au. -E Fantastic. Right. Christina Petrovic, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much, guys. So uh, how how were you going with trying to get across to uh, Deb there, Lewis, the uh, purchase of the, uh, of the hamster wheel for Olive? Yeah, we bought ten of them, mate. You bought ten. Fantastic. Just a, one for April, one for uh, you know, one for the neighbour's cat as well. You know. Well, she had me. A, you can hose it down. It was it was the oh, firefighting yeah. theme. She brought them <laughs> brought them across. You can hose it down, and it's a three year warranty. I was sold, mate. Just just over a grand. I reckon I reckon two vets top pets can can get get a few of those too. Just just put them out in the street for the for the street cats. Why not? Why not? Maybe we could try and come up with a deal with Chris Pets that uh, you know, if someone sponsors us for a thousand dollars a month, then uh, we can get sell and send them a uh, <laughs> one of Chris Pets' own circular exercise wheels for your cat. Thank goodness there's a three-year warranty on it, though. I'll tell you what. 
And what a money back guarantee too. Imagine you got it and your cat didn't want to touch it. Just like, no, I'm not going to do that. I wonder how many of them are going on eBay. For- <laughs> <laughs> That's right, for your cat to luxuriate on. I love that. I've never considered that my cats would luxuriate. It's, you a, know? it's a good they- word, isn't it? It's a t- terrific adjective. You know, I'm, I'm trying to use it daily myself. You know, I, I like to you know, luxuriate some banana onto my cereal in the morning. <laughs> and I think the worst ant species in the world, they like to luxuriate around as well, I reckon. <laughs> We've got two. But how's when we finished the interview and we sort of had a great chat? She'd, you know, given a spiel on the products, all that sort of stuff. And then that guy sort of came over and tried to give us the big selling thing, like, oh, it's all made of this and it's this and that. And we're like, no, mate, the, in- the interview's over, mate. We've we've heard it all. You don't need the to, interview's over. You don't need to come and mansplain what Christine has just just told us all about. I was like, what's going <laughs> yeah. on there? So, mate, mate, her, her name her name's on the uh, her name's on the exhibition. She knows what she's talking about, yeah. and she's obviously incredibly passionate about what it is that she's trying to sell, which is great because you know, I mean, and like those modular things that they put on the walls, like yeah, the fact that you can come up with a different sort of vertical um, sort of world for your cat to live in and sleep. And I think it's really, really great. C- calling it art, you know, I guess art's <laughs> always in the eye of the beholder, but, you know, um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, considering some of the other you know, g- crap, should we say, that they had selling at the uh, at the Cat Lover Show, there was, um, I think her stuff was pretty good, but it will want to be for the price. Well, yeah, well, I do know that, you know, speaking of art, you know, Dr. Chris Brown does. Uh, he, he's quite a photographer, and I'm sure he does quite large sort of animal art pieces for the wall. And I'm not sure where I'd want to spend my coin. For a thousand bucks, would I want a nice picture of a beautiful uh, African cheetah, or would I want the the, uh, the big stainless steel modular setup? I'm not sure, mate. Well, it, it depends. Can you maybe what maybe what uh, Christina should do is try and get rather than having the stainless steel thing at the back, is have a big picture of Chris Brown that's on there, just in yes. those little metallic strips, and then you can have your cat's three D world art piece on the wall where it's crawling up and down Brownie's face. I think that's that's. I think we got. I better. I'm actually going to email Christina right now and say, look. You are going to sell that many units of this. It's called the Chris Brown modular wall piece. Well, Imagine that. I reckon, and I reckon you need to have him there though, standing there in the background, hosing down the hamster wheel. That's the that's the piece de resistance. That's the the, the, the pinnacle, the sh- mate. The shirt off, yes. wearing the braces with the fireman pants, holding a kitty in one hand, <laughs> spraying a hose of fell away all over it. And just luxuriating it. Damn. Luxuriating everyone that walks past. <laughs> oh, if, people, if our listeners haven't realised, it's actually half past ten oh. at night that we're recording. That's why things are starting to get just that little bit loose that you often get at the end of a Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. Oh, I know. And we should have a disclaimer, but we don't. So go and listen to the other episodes for our disclaimer <laughs> that we forgot to talk about. Blah, blah, blah. Talk to your vet. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Well, we didn't okay. give any advice. But, Changing. But we I've, haven't given you any I, advice. So. But, but Ron, Ron, from, uh, Ron in his blue suit from Pet Karma, he gave us a lot of advice. He gave us a lot of advice. Go and, go and talk to him if you've got any qualms. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and if you um, want to hit us up, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. It's late at night. We're struggling. Yeah. But, uh, I've just got one, one, yeah, yeah. one special message for, for, for Willow. Yes. Hi, Willow. Hi, Willow. It's Dr. Robbie here. Not I know the... you've had to listen. I know you've had to listen through an awful lot of this podcast, but 
I really do like seeing you, Willow, and I know your mum plays our podcasts to you so that you can hear my voice. And so then that way you're not going to react so badly when you come in to see me because I know you really like me, Willow, and, and you know that I like you. I can't wait to see you again, Willow. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to Love Songs and Dedications. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast. We'll scratch you later. Peace out, everyone.
Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.